Welcome to the Hat Soil Health Podcast, a production of Hoosier Ag Today and the Indiana Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative, a program of the Indiana Conservation Partnership. In each episode, we spotlight the numerous efforts around Indiana by CCSI and its many partners to improve soil health on Indiana cropland. On this episode, we're talking about Purdue on the Farm, a program where farmers and extension educators share ideas, conduct research, and make decisions with data. Here's your host, Elise Koning. Today on the podcast, not only are we talking about Purdue Extension educators and researchers being out on the farm and connecting with farmers, our guests actually are out on the farm today. We have a good crew of representatives from Purdue Extension and CCSI. First, we've got Hans Schmitz with CCSI and Purdue Extension. Hi, Hans. How are Hello. You, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a great day to be talking with you. And then we have Brian Overstreet, who newly joined CCSI. Uh, what's your new position, Brian? I'm the Soil Conservation Director for Northern Indiana for Purdue Extension and CCSI Agronomist. So Hans and Brian, you are sitting together at a farm down near Greencastle. What have you been up to today? Well, we started out the day with uh, soil health assessments in field, and uh we, we blew our agenda apart within the first hour because uh, we've got around eight people here and we're really engaged, really getting our hands dirty, uh, learning a little bit more about assessing uh, soil health with the various uh, diagnostics that we can perform in field. Sounds like you've had a busy day and I know Dan Quinn is also having a busy day. He's the Purdue Extension Corn Specialist, and you'll usually hear him on the Purdue Crop Chat podcast from Who's Your Ag Today. Dan, you're out in the tractor. What are you planting? <laughs> well, I'm, so if you hear any weird noises, you know, that's would be the tractor beeping and stuff. But we're out in the middle of uh, um, a research trial that we have at our Throckmorton Research Farm, which is just south of campus in Lafayette. I'm um, actually in a cover crop study, so it actually kind of fits fits well with this soil health podcast. So uh, we're actually evaluating different closing wheels, different planter components in both no-till and, and cover crop systems. So I'm planting corn as we speak. As I'm talking right now, I've got the planter in the ground and going through the field. So happy to be here. And it's a nice day to be out there as well. What we want to talk about today is Purdue on the Farm and we're going to start out with Dan. Uh, Dan, will you explain what Purdue on the Farm is? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, you know, Purdue on the Farm is, is kind of a, a program that was started really outside of COVID, right? So we had the COVID pandemic and, and really what happened is we kind of lost a lot of communication, right? We didn't have the face-to-face -face talks as we used to. We just didn't have that interaction um, and involvement um, as much as we used to. So we kind of wanted to use this program to really drive uh, Purdue Extension uh, to have more involvement uh, with the farmers around the state. And and the way we kind of targeted involvement with this program is, is really four, we, we call them four pillars, right? So um, we have crop scouting. So we allow the educators to, to get out and build their agronomic knowledge and, and scout a lot of fields. We we use a lot of surveys. So like, you know, a lot of what we do here at Purdue is driven by, you know, what the farmers are seeing and hearing and what their questions are. 
Um, and then also we have demonstrations and research, right? So the, a big aspect of, of this program is, is helping farmers, you know, test things on their farm, different management practices and helping them evaluate them on their own farm. So it's, it's just getting back out to the farm, getting Purdue Extension on farms, getting that, that exposure Purdue and helping, you know, a lot of those farmers make management decisions and, and do demonstrations and research and scouting and everything back on their farm. So it's, you know, that's where that name comes from, right? We're, we're bringing Purdue to the farm uh, to help those farmers make those decisions and get better around the state. And all three of you are on the farm right now. So let's start with looking at the farm and some of the scouting you've been doing. What have you been seeing so far this year in the fields around Indiana? And how does that relate to uh, what our Soil Health podcast is about, Soil Health? Yeah, I'd be happy to touch on that. Um, you know, from from our end, a lot of a lot of planting has been been completed around the state. Um, I think our planting progress has looked really good um, around the state. A lot of folks that, that I've talked to have finished. So, uh, just driving around today, a lot of crops are up, and a lot of those crops look really good. So, um, in terms of of scouting this year, um, a lot of the educators and and the folks that are are part of this program. We actually have about 30 educators across 30 counties um, that are participating in this program this year. Um, a lot of those, um, they haven't started their first scouting trip. Some are getting very close. Um, but the big aspect of, of scouting is, one, to help the educators build their agronomic knowledge, but also to help the, the farmers understand what's going on around the state. So they're they're looking at everything from, you know, plant stand, both in corn and soybeans. They look at it as their pests, as their nutrient deficiencies, as their stand issues. Um, and, and we kind of parcel it out across three times during the year. So if you look at the corn side, we might look at, you know, when corn is about B4 to B6, which is about knee high corn. And then we'll look at, you know, tassel, you know, right at, right at pollination. That's a really critical period. And then also kind of later in the season, right? So when we're getting close to physiological maturity, uh, where we can start evaluating yield. Um, but the big things uh, for this program is really to, to get out in those fields, uh, both corn and soybeans, um, and to evaluate, you know, what, what kind of issues are going on, what kind of pests are showing up, what kind of diseases. You know, one big aspect of this program is to track tar spot, right? So Darcy Talenko here at Purdue does a great job of tracking tar spot. Um, so using um, this program for that type of aspect as well. So um, a lot of different things. It just it allows us to get a good handle. You know, we can't be everywhere at once, right? But our educators around the state, they're in those counties, those boots on the ground for us to, to get a good handle of, of what's going on around the state, what kind of issues, what kind of challenges are the, the farmers seeking uh, from this program. This opportunity gives the educators across the state, though, to get their feet on the ground and see these fields and uh, work with the farmers, our local farmers, and it gives them a perspective that if they do talk to farmers across the county or or a lot of times they do uh, radio shows or, or newspaper articles for the papers, they've got an idea, a lot better idea what's going on in the fields actually at the time they're going and give timely information to, the, to their constituents. And the educators are the ones that are filling out those weekly uh, crop and weather reports that are that are giving our planning progress numbers. And if they're working directly with farmers, they can identify a few more things that uh, might be issues out in the field from moisture deficits to uh, the actual number of field work days that were available for a given week. So it's, it's a win for everybody. 
So you mentioned those reports. What other kinds of data or um, paper collection are you doing with Purdue on the farm? I think I can, you know, just touch, you know, one, what Hans talked about, right? It's the supplanting progress. It's the, you know, the, the growth progress. It's the drought monitoring and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's also, you know, pets. It's nutrient deficiencies that we're tracking. Um, a lot of the educators will have them take soil samples. We'll have them take tissue samples um, as well. So we can get a pretty good idea of what nutrient levels look like um, in different counties across the state. We'll have them take stand counts. So, you know, what does the emergence look like? What does the, the crop growth stage look like you know everything from weeds as well disease right so is there weed escapes is there resistant weeds right is there certain diseases that are showing up tar spot is a big one uh southern rust in the southern part of the state is another big one right um so it's really a lot of different aspects a lot of different data um that there these educators are are helping us collect throughout the state so another part of purdue on the farm are um research and demonstrations so what does that look like when you get onto the farm and even before you get there? What all are you setting up and researching? Yeah, Hans, do you, or Hans and Brian, do you want to touch on the demonstrations first and then I can go into research? The demonstrations are, are where we can do strips or even half parts of the field, do different two, two or three different trials across the field, but we're not doing replicated uh, things and we can look at it and can kind of compare, just give, it gives a kind of a uh, teaser on, on getting, maybe doing more research based in projects next, the next year or following years with that farmer. But it gets your feet wet, looking at those type of things, getting the farmer's feet wet, looking at those type of things. And, and it gives you a, a lot, can give you a lot better working relationship with that farmer too, for uh, future uh, endeavors and, and building up that trust with that farmer to, to work with in the future. But uh, we're, it's just more, uh, we're doing more field scales comparisons between a couple different or two or three different options or, or programs that we're looking at. Yeah. So following up with that, I, I envision that as we, we get some field scouts out there, farmers are going to have questions that they're going to ask, um, to those county educators, maybe evaluating a biological in the system or uh, a myriad of different other things. And the demonstration side of things give us, gives us a chance to um, take one pass in a field and try something new out or do a side-by-side -side, um, and give an initial idea of what the response may be with the knowledge that uh, we could then uh, get into some really robust replicated research based on the initial findings uh, if that farmer is willing to participate and if the initial demonstration findings are such that um, farmers happy with the results they wouldn't necessarily have to or or want to honestly go that, to that extra step so dan your thoughts let me ask one follow-up yeah. question first for you, Hans. Um, along with these demonstrations, are there field days in the area that local farmers are coming to this farmer's field? Um, how is that demonstration being shared? If a farmer wants to host a field day, by all means, we will help 
CCSI can help provide logistical support. Um, Purdue Extension can help uh, with a myriad of different ways from from getting speakers to, um, you know, figuring out who's got the best coffee in the area. Um, we we can do a bunch of things to help a farmer out if if he or she would like to have a field day, um, but. Uh, we don't necessarily see that as being an initially a large part of the program. Um, but that said, we'll go the way that the farmer wants to go. Dan, go ahead and touch on the research that's being conducted. Yeah, I think, you know, the demonstration and research, you know, we have those separated. And, you know, it's really meeting the farmers where they're at, right? So so if I'm, some farmers are gung-ho, hey, I want to do some replicated you know intensive research trials that is you know consistent typically what we do at the university or we might have a farmer that say hey no i i'm not as comfortable with that but i'd like to test you know a certain practice or a certain product or something like that and and one of these fields um so they may just start with a split field but it might be they might see you know a result and and that split field demonstration that would uh, allow them to you know um, actually look at it research-wise. Um, the, the research side is, is really just complementing a lot of what, what we do uh, at the university, right? So uh, we want, you know, randomized, replicated research where we can use statistics and everything like that to, to really truly evaluate um, a product. So, you know, there's so many different products. There's so many different management practices out there. And, and a lot of those farmers, you know, one of our biggest pieces of advice for farmers is to evaluate those, right? Not just to, to buy it and apply it over every acre and, you know, do you really know if it's, it's worthwhile? Is it economical or is it you know, proving that yield? Um, so it's always important to, to kind of have your own little research farm and your own farm. Um, and it also helps generate a lot of data for us too, right? So uh, we have our research farms around the state. We work with, you know, select farmers, but you know, implementing a program like this will allow us to get a lot more uh, research trials across the state, different environments, different soil types, um, and really, you know, help farmers evaluate things with their own equipment, their own fields, their own environments, um, stuff like that. So um, it's it's really um, kind of helps us, you know, generate a lot of data. And, then, and, you know, a lot of farmers have the technology today. They have, you know, um, ability to do different prescriptions and they can get a lot of their mapping and all that. And it's, it's just so much easier now um, with planters and combines and yield monitors to be able to do these on farm, you know, replicated research trials and really get that data. Um, so that's, you know, another aspect of this is, is helping farmers with the data, right? Helping them analyze it, helping them understand that, you know, helping them get reports at the end of the year of, of how, certain management practices or, or products may have worked on their farm from a research side. You're listening to the Hat Soil Health Podcast brought to you by the Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative, CCSI. Our guests this episode are Purdue Extension Corn Specialist Dan Quinn and CCSI's Hans Schmitz and Brian Overstreet, who also work with Purdue Extension. What kinds of topics are you researching right now? Yeah, so you know a lot of a lot of different topics, right? So um, one of the big ones is uh, for us is biologicals. Um, biologicals are a big one. Um, so there's a lot of you know nitrogen fixing biologicals in corn, which is a big one. But you think about cover crops too, right? Cover crops are another big one. That's you know I'm in the middle of a, a planting a, a replicated field scale research trial um, for our own using you know different stip 
strips of cover crops um, and different planter components and so on. But, um, you know, we always, we always tell farmers, we have our own ideas, right? But they have their ideas too. A lot of our ideas come from the farmers um, and it, and also the educators too. So the educators around the state, they'll have their ideas. They'll understand what they're seeing, what questions they're seeing. So, um, you know, we have our questions, but really it's uh, for the beauty of this program is it's, it really helps the farmer understand and evaluate the specific questions that they have on their own farm using their own equipment. And we can guide them along the way to do a research trial to evaluate something such as, you know, fertilizer rates or sulfur fertilizer or biologicals or cover crops or, or really anything that they're interested in on their own farm. We can help guide them kind of every step of the way. And then when we're able to do that, hey, that really helps us, you know, generate a lot of data for our own side at Purdue to, you know, give update recommendations and update our databases and get even better at recommending um, a lot of the different management practices and products uh, for farmers across the state. These farmers are wanting to try some of these things already, and we're, we can help them guide on how to do it properly and get good data from it. I mean, I, last year I worked with a farmer that he had two different products he was wanting to try out. And so we got it set up so he could get actually use some of that data instead of uh, just, uh, just having a strip and not really learn much from it so we worked with them and got them got them so they were actually usable data when they got done so it sounds like you've got a lot of data that you're collecting what are you doing with that afterwards um i for my side you know every time we work with the farmers they're the first ones to get it right that's the way i typically handle it it's their their farm it's uh, you know i always make sure the first one to see the data the first one to get the data is that farmer right so um, we want to make sure we're timely in getting them their data, um, getting their results back. And then, you know, also allowing our both our educators and, and us as specialists here on campus as well um, to use that data and work with that data. Um, but, you know, the first point is that it goes to the farmer, right? Our, our main goal is to help them on their own operation um, get better um, from different management practices, soil health practices, um, anything under the sun. So uh, really, the I always handle it. The first step is the farmer is the one that gets that first data, and then it goes from there. Yeah, uh, you know, the farmer gets the data, uh, no matter which side we're on. And then, if the if the data is relevant for multiple farmers in different areas, and the farmer is comfortable with us sharing data, then um, by all means, we'll, as Purdue Extension, disseminate that and extend that uh, to applicable areas around the state. Um, we're not here to, um, to share any data individualized that a farmer doesn't want to share. Uh, but if it can be of service to, to a greater audience, um, we would hope that a farmer would be able to, to get behind helping the community. Some of that data collection involves taking surveys. What does that survey collection process look like and what are you surveying? So it depends. It's a, we're a Purdue extension. We got to throw that line in there at least one time an hour, right? So basically uh, we do on the university end collaborate with other universities as well. And very often a, a group of university researchers may be wanting to evaluate the presence of a disease 
or a farm management practice and whether it may be economically viable. Um, and so in that respect, um, the data that is collected will need to be provided by farmers. Um, and so our, our website has a survey component where we'll be able to uh, disseminate any relevant surveys that are going on by universities around the area or Purdue University and um, try to get as many responses as we can so that we do get robust data, accurate data, and can then extend that data to all of our farmer collaborators around the area. Yeah, I think, you know, to add on to what Hans said, you know, uh, I kind of touched on this earlier, a lot of what we do, the information we do, the research trials, the ideas that we get come from the farmers. So we need to survey them. Um, you know, one example is, you know, Sean Castile, who's a, a big part of this program, the soybean agronomist. He wanted to do a trial on biologicals and soybeans, right? So how do you find your answers of which biologicals to evaluate? You survey the farmers, right? So we had, I want to say he had about 300 farmers surveyed around the state and and that really drove which biologicals he is evaluating in his trial is based off of which products the farmers want to see evaluated, right? So those those types of surveys help us understand better, one, what the, the farmers' questions they have, what things do they want us to evaluate from our side, and also help us get information around the state to, to really better understand uh, what challenges or questions are going on. So when we're thinking about communication strategies and getting word out to the farmers from Purdue on the farm, what methods are being used and how can a farmer find out more about Purdue on the farm? So the number one communication strategy are our county educators that are uh, engaged with Purdue on the farm. Um, we also have a website where farmers can reach out to us if, uh, if they would like to. But I would recommend that if a, a farmer has a research question or a, a question that they'd like to get evaluated, contact your local county extension office, talk to your local uh, Ag Natural Resource Extension educator. And even if that educator is not directly involved with Purdue on the farm, they know who to reach out that is involved with Purdue on the farm to help get answers. Yeah, I would, I would totally agree with Hans. You know, that's simply where I direct a lot of farmers is – you know, those educators are in those counties. Um, they're on the ground um, in those counties. So if you are interested, uh, reach out to them directly. That's probably the best way. Um, and then they can either help you or get you in contact with the right folks. And then we also do have a website, um, Purdue on the Farm website, that, that can give you a little bit more information as well. So Hans Schmitz and Brian Overstreet with CCSI and Purdue Extension. And we've got Purdue Extension Corn Specialist Dan Quinn any final thoughts before we close out this episode of the Hat Soil Health Podcast? The uh, This program is going to be great for, for the farmers to work with their local extension educators. And it gives you can contact to people like Dan and uh, Sean Castile on campus, the specialist and Darcy and other specialists across the that we have that we work with all the time uh, and gets to work on with them and find out uh, what what they're working on and things that like Dan said, farmers always have questions about things. So this gives them an op opportunity to work with, with the university and their extension uh, service to uh, solve some of those problems and find out answers to these questions they have. The Purdue Extension is dedicating 
uh, the educators' time and services into this. Uh, we're putting emphasis on this through extension. And uh, so work with your local educators on these projects that uh, we're, we're trying to be more more recognized out on the farms and be, be a closer fit with our farmers across the state. I guess my, my main takeaway is that uh, although these, these field scouting and some of the research is a lot of corn and soybean work, um, Purdue Extension will help find answers for uh, any type of farmer. We want to talk livestock. We've got people in animal science that uh, and, and local county educators that are well-versed in that. If we want to talk uh, urban agri-horticulture, we also have county educators versed in that. So um, even if Purdue on the farm might not have a resource for a farmer, uh, Purdue Extension sure does. Yeah, I would, you know, echo a lot of what, what Hans and Brian said. You know, a lot of it is, right, we, we want to get more involved with, with farmers around the state and get the educators a lot more involved and get on to people's farms and, and help farmers make decisions, right? Farmers have so many decisions. There's so many different aspects of what they do, so many different, you know, types of management practices or products out there. So, so let us help you, you know, um, evaluate these, you know, help you understand the data that comes off of these, you know, we've produced done on farm research for, for quite a long time and, and we do quite a bit of on farm research, but, you know, we want to take that to the next level, right. And really expand upon it, um, get a lot of, of involvement from farmers around the state. Um, and, and that just, you know, one can hopefully help farmers get better, but it helps us get better, right? I always tell folks, more data we can get at Purdue, the better, right? It just helps us be, be better with our recommendations and, and understand what's going around the state. So I think it's going to be a really valuable program. It's something that's really still in its infancy stages, and, and we're hoping to keep building it as we go. Um, but I think it's, it's going to be an important program uh, across the state. Wanted to mention one last thing, our... our... UAV quad squad is very involved in Purdue on the farm. And if a farmer doesn't have a question or doesn't know if they have a question and they would just like to get a field flown to see if they should have a question, uh, our UAV team of educators is more than willing to um, help a farmer out there as well. Yes, I would totally agree with that. Um, I rely on the the uav group and extension educators to even help me um, and understand these uavs so uh, they do a great job um, you know uavs are valuable tools that really help us understand even better what's going on in the field so um, i would totally echo what what hans said well thanks so much for sharing your expertise with us hans brian dan thanks for coming on the podcast really appreciate it thank you thank you yeah thank you I hope everyone enjoyed their time on the farm as we talked about Purdue on the farm in this episode of the Hat Soil Health Podcast. For Hoosier Ag Today, I'm Elise Koning. Thanks for joining us. This episode of the Hoosier Ag Today Soil Health Podcast has been brought to you by the Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative. You can learn more about their efforts and see a schedule of events at ccsin.org. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, create your riches below the surface with healthy soil.